Buenos dias. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the Cosmic Fashion. Hi everybody. How are you? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Still trying to figure out where the fuck I got that from. How you doing? How you doing? Joey? Mom, if, you, if someone tells me friends Joey one more fucking time, I'm going to lose it's it. It's not him? Well, no, it's not him. No, oh. no, no. I got it from somewhere else, but I don't remember where. Um, <clears throat> I am Nayeli and I am Fatima and this is our podcast yeah, thanks for coming <laughs> thanks for joining us yeah um, I want to start off with um, here in Denver Colorado we are residing in the unceded land of the Cheyenne and Arapaho peoples amongst many other peoples who have walked this land and it's important to acknowledge that we are on stolen land and I urge you to figure out what land you are on whose land it belongs mm-hmm. to um, I keep saying this at ev- the beginning of every podcast but I want you guys to not just hear it but realize or I just want to spark something in you right I want you to um, look into it find out find out where results and I think that's really interesting that you're saying that because I was looking at something that says like find out where you're from but like really from right mm-hmm. so then if you think about it like we I was born in Mexico I'm Mexican and I was born in Chihuahua, but then at one point in in the U.S. history, Colorado was part of Mexico. Mm, damn. Yeah. But all of our ancestors are from Mexico. All of them. Um. None of them were originally from Colorado. We've all we I know, moved but, uh, over I'm... here. All of us. But maybe Chihuahuas were really big. No, ma'am. No, because then we have. So grandma's uncles. Those were the ones that came over here. And then on dad's side, his grandpa was the one that came over here, here and there. But we were, we decided. We're just saying that. There's some Mexicans. Well, some Mexicans. Yeah, but not us. No, some Mexicans were. (laughs) (laughs) But not us. Um, Anyways, follow me on the Nay underscore area on all my platforms, um, link in bio for all of that information, and I do readings on live as well as one-on-ones, link also in bio, cool, and follow Hija del Maíz with a (laughs) Z-E, that's what you say every single time, right? Oh, with an E? Yeah. Uh, On Instagram and TikTok. Dude. I was reading that book, The Mayan Cosmos, mm-hmm. or something like that, Maya Cosmos, mm-hmm. and there was a part where, well, actually, hold on, you finish your whole No, that's thing. it. That was Go it. Ahead. Ica de Maiz on TikTok with an E. <laughs> and Instagram. Okay, so, and there was this part where they were talking about, um, super, super brief, uh, they were in an indigenous town over there in Mexico, I do not remember the name. And by where the Mayan temples are. So down in Yucatan? Yucatan. But it was something different. It was it started with a Y for sure, but it was um I think it was like a little pueblo okay. in Yucatan, actually. Okay. And so then they were just talking about how over there they have fields and fields of maize. And oh. it was, and the, how the author explained it. Well, in that moment, no, because they were going through a drought. And but how the author explained it was, they he was in a sea of green. Oh my god! How I thought beautiful. that was so beautiful. And then I was like, oh my god, your name, Maize. And actually, yeah. the sea of green. 
and I still haven't figured out what it is question mark but that week where I saw the sea of green mm-hmm. I was also seeing like I was on Twitter and you know how I was like oh my god the sky the sky the ocean sky yeah. the ocean yeah. I was reading a tweet about how the sky was turning green and everyone's like acting like it's super normal oh. so then I was like okay that's interesting whatever and then was that recent that they're saying recently about? so it's the mandala effect Mm-hmm. Do you know what the, you know? We yeah. talked about that. Yeah, we talked about like that. all those little things. I haven't are, seen it green though. I haven't seen it green either. So then that's. Remember, I asked you. Do you think that two people? Do you think that you can be in one reality and I can be in another reality, but through TikTok or whatever, we meet and are in the same reality? Does yes, that, that totally. And makes then sense. if mm-hmm. yeah, so then yeah, <gasps> so then yeah, so then that's so, yeah. In some parts, anyways. So in some realities, Chick Fil A has a K, and in some realities, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so then my question was, do you think that there's a meeting space via t- or just a meeting space or an, or an opportunity or possibility where oh, yeah. the person from the C, from the Chick-fil-A with the C reality meets the person with the reality with the K? It has to be because like the, in places where the veil is thin um, in, in like TikTok and all that, the social media, like how does it, how do they work it so we can stay in the same reality, right? Uh-huh. You really kind of can't control it, right? Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. But I think everything's bleeding through right now. Oh, definitely. Well, so then I saw the sea green thing and they were referring to it as a sky, which I was also thinking about, okay, the sky could be the ocean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Earth is flat. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I was like working out. I think it was the same day, honestly. I was working out and I was listening to a Nicki Minaj song. But it was like the radio. It was like a pre-playlist. And a song that comes on was Sea Green. Like, bro, what uh, the fuck? That is what crazy. Are you synchronicities? Yeah, so I don't know what it means oh my God. yet. And but. you know how you're always... You're, you're very adamant and you're very clear that you don't want to... You don't want people to need you. You want people to grow and do their work and, 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 and you know, grow, right? Mm-hmm. Not have to use you as a crutch always and always you know you you don't want you want you don't want to have to do readings for people with the the same thing over and over again you want Mm -hmm. them to grow each time and Mm -hmm. stuff right Mm -hmm. so then i was watching on tiktok this other guy he was cracking me up he was giving me total nayeli vibes that he was all mad he's gonna start from scratch again because people don't uh, don't understand that they're god Mm. why don't you send it to me i'll find it and i'll say i follow him and that he is not a brujon He's a brujo, but he's like, I'm not a brujo. I'm not going to fix your life. You you are going to fix your own life. And I was like, oh my God, this child is Nayeli in another reality. But it's the same thing. And I, and I just thought, of, I had to say, I'll send it to you. Yeah. But he's just always going on and on and on. And he cracks me up. I was and like, it's so interesting that you saw that recently because I was, te- I literally told you. I literally told you that. You always tell me that. But that when did you watch it recently? Um, it was probably like two or three days ago. Okay, it, and maybe two. like five days ago, I told you, hey, it was so crazy because I had um I had a reading and they didn't real. It, I had to explain to them the concept of you are God, and I remember mm-hmm. I told you I was mm-hmm. like, that's just so crazy mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I had to do that. Yeah, yeah, and that's the same thing he was bitching about. He's like, it's because people don't understand that they are God. And so you already heard that twice. So yeah. what do you think it's telling you? I don't know. Synchronicities, homie. You already heard that twice. You need to pay attention to the signs. So then you pay attention to them and then you ask, okay, why? That's a good question. (laughs) question. You're going to figure it out. You're going to process it. Yeah. Take some time with it. You are God. I understand that. You understand that. And then we go back to what we talked about yesterday. You get it. But you operate from there. What did we talk about yesterday? 
not yesterday, sorry, the last podcast, about how you knew what you needed to do oh, okay. to, like, self-care, but you yeah. never did it, and then yeah. until you did it, you realized, oh, shit, this is what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. So then you understand that you are God. Yeah. Cognitively. You see, you can, you get it, but you don't operate from there. I do. Oh, you do? Now I do. A lot more. You do? A lot more. A lot more. Okay, but... Yeah, I do a lot more. Do you do what you want to do? Oh, okay. Fine. Are you operating I'm from it in the there. way that you want to? I'm just looking at, okay, why does this keep coming up for okay. you? That's already twice. Okay, okay, you know I get what it, I mean? I get it. I get it. Okay, okay. Do you need to be going around telling people they're gone? Is that what you need to be doing? You no, know, and it. you can process it. I think it's more time. like for me, just for like our next steps, right? That when I get mo- moments and I freak out about things, so I just mm. have to remember that. Mm. And, like the next... and we fucking talked about this shit! <laughs> but I think it just clicked because I was like, oh, wait. Because it's just, yeah. So it's just, it's not necessarily that it's, like I know, right? I know I can Why do are it. we like literally sitting the same though? okay sorry continue i I think it's just like there's just a lot of moves that um or that we do together but for me it's just more i don't know riskier i get i see it more riskier just because i'm very you know controlled and in my stuff and so just getting out of my box is harder for me and i think now that i've been getting out of my box more and i'm getting doing other things and adding more stuff outside the box that i'm not used to those are when I have my freak out moments. They're less. And they're smaller. Uh-huh. But it's still, like, it's still in the back of my mind. <sighs> yes. Right. So then I do have to remember, oh my God, yeah. So they're reminding me that I am God. Mm. Yeah. And you know what I'm referring to when I say we were just talking about that, right? Or no? I think so. <laughs> God! <laughs> I know how the ancestors are with you now. Like, every single time... You are just such a mirror that I'm like, damn, am I like that? Ah, the deer in the headlights look? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. God. We literally talked about this like 10 times and you're, you're still Did we just talk like about it like now in the kitchen a little no, bit? No, we were talking about it like yesterday in the kitchen. Yesterday. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You do. About me having no filter? Oh, bro. Oh, my God. Okay, no. No, 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 no. <sighs> I was talking to you about how... I was so shocked that you decided to do something so last minute, like next week, last minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and you were super nonchalant about it, but then when it comes to things in like the next three months, you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Which is like, wait, but where's the energy that you had for this thing? But it's because I knew, like I knew I was going to, we were going to get this done, right? I knew it was going to happen. I just hadn't put in place any steps to accomplish it because i already knew we were gonna do it so i wasn't even worried so that and then it's like uh, i know i mean hello what but but i think but that's what that's where it gets tricky right that i left to to literally for the last minute to organize and to do that stuff but then when i leave it for the last minute i feel like i don't know i don't have to worry about it that's weird so then usually so like let's say i don't know what i when i'm planning so we're planning a trip in December, and I haven't even thought about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's me just flowing and go with the flow. I know we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I know we're going. I know eventually we'll, we'll be there, but I just haven't felt. So that's one right. thing, right? So right. that's, that's kind of what yeah. I did mm-hmm. do, did for this thing. Right. But then for 
like what we're what I'm planning to do in um, October November I guess it just freaks me out more because I've been thinking about it more mm -hmm. right I'm not mm -hmm. letting it flow I'm like oh mm -hmm. shit oh shit what mm -hmm. about this what about that so mm -hmm. oh my god yeah so when I when I let things flow they flow when they come together but in my in my natural as a, the way I've always been is I'm, I'm very anxious and I'm very organized and I'm very controlled so I like to control everything get it done but now that I'm kind of moving more in a state of flowing and then um, as a generator doing things when I feel it, um, it's easier. Mm -hmm. And it just happens. It really is. It just happens. But that's the thing though. I feel like learning that we were a generator was cool. It was badass. But not until I was like, okay, I have to start paying attention to my body. I have to mm -hmm. start putting into practice what I learned. Did I finally understand it? And then I was like, oh my God, it is really easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I feel like first learning about it and then not changing anything right like, it right doesn't do me right. any good or whatever right um but i feel like that's a beautiful segue for this next part um well really quickly yeah i totally think it's your mind right you're mm -hmm. holding on to it mm -hmm. oh yeah on to it, clinging oh, yeah. on to it oh like, yeah attaching yourself just to like a hundred percent just thinking of who what when why what all but the then w's. it's really negative too um it's like, can I? Yeah. Will I? I don't think so. How well, can I? I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's more than negative. And they're, again, going back to, they're telling you you're God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you can make the reality you want. Dead yeah. ass. To just Actually. do it. To just fucking do it. To okay. just be delusional. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Delusional. That's what's like, ilusionandote. Right? Or no? No, delusional... It, no, delusional is that you have no illusion. <laughs> delusional, no. Es, es que delusional is like a, you are living in the illusion. Let me, let me. Yeah. Let, let me ask Siri. Let's Google. All right. Characterized by holding or by or holding idiosyncratic beliefs or imp impressions that are contradicted by reality or rational argument. Typically, as a symptom of mental disorder, hospitalization for schizophrenia, schizophrenia, schizophrenia. Schizo I can say that. Schizophrenia and delusional paranoia. He was diagnosed with a delusional disorder. Now look at illusion. Well, wow. Damn. Maybe you're gonna have you to stop saying that one. Why? No. A thing that is or is likely to be wrong, wrongly perceived or interpreted by the senses. The illusion makes parallels. So it's more of an illusion. Be illusional. Well, I guess when you say be delusional, be crazy. Read the first part of delusional. Okay. Basically, what's not real. Something oh, about morphing the reality. Okay. Okay. The first part. Characterized by or holding idiosyncratic beliefs or impressions that are contradicted by reality. Exactly. Or rational argument. Okay. That it's not real. Okay. So okay. that... So be fucking delusional when okay. it comes to you look at what you want don't, to do. Don't follow the freaking line. Color outside the box. Yeah, I think we're saying the same. If that's how you are understanding. Color outside of the lines. <laughs> For sure. Anyways. We always do this. We say always, things really different. Always, always, always. But I get always. it. I get you. Always. Going back to that word generators. Going back to the word generators. Um <clears throat> And going back to just be so for generators, and I mean, I, this goes for everyone, right? Uh, connecting back to your body, how does your body feel? But for generators, 
it's different um, and really connecting to our bodies gives us the opportunity to know how we feel and know what we feel about a certain experience or decision mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's just such a distinct yes or no in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, As you mentioned, it's so important to be able to listen to your body and to understand like your reactions and how your responses are. Because I think like for me... Before I had done any of my work, any of my shadow work, any of my therapy, you know, addressed all my traumas, I didn't know how to hear myself. And I didn't listen. And I didn't know what was a yes, what was a no. I didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. Because there was so much just covering it. So there was so much I had to unpack. Mm -hmm. Right? And unpack, it's like... A lot of fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything comes down to love or fear. It was a lot of fear. It was all fear. And you're still taking some of it off like going back to what we were just talking Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. i think that you're never and i think we mentioned this you told me or you mentioned it to me we are never done doing our work right once we think like oh shit i'm good and then all this other shit hits the fan and it's like fuck oh yeah we were talking about this so so i think that as as you slowly unpack all your trauma right and it's because, wait, really quickly, it's not just that you're unpacking trauma of this life. You end up realizing the more that you transcend all the, genera- the generational shit and other lifetimes. Oh, my God. Because I, I don't know, like, as women, um, we carry our grandma's shit with us, literally. Because when our grandma, is it the grandma? Or yeah. is it great-grandma, too? No, it's grandma. So when our grandma is born, our grandma is carrying um, the egg... That produces our mom. And you're in there. And then I'm in there. Are you, and then we're in there, in the mom. Yeah. So then, you, we, so we're, we're born with already all of the, all our grandma shit, all our mom shit, and then all of our shit. So all that stuff that you're unpacking. Damn, girl, you got a lot. God. Yeah, I do. I really do. Say that again. Because you're my mom. I know. <laughs> I know. So I sounds like, yeah, but you got grandma. Yeah. And you got... I got my mom and, and grandma. Grandma. Yeah. 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 And grandma has grandma and... Gra- oh. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So basically, we have all that shit. Yeah. So, so see, all so it's, it's, so it's all this stuff. Yeah. It's, so that's why it's so important to do your therapy, your shadow work. That way you can start realizing and separating, okay, is it my shit? Is it their shit? What, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I think like so much of that toxic toxicity in our culture is stuff that is passed down that we don't even realize that we just say it's always oh, part of us. Right. Yeah. Part of our culture, but it's not right. Right. It's not. It's just toxic shit. Toxic. And shit. I think especially with as Mexican mothers who have sons, I think it's mm. so important that to change that dynamic and start and stop creating all these machista men. Right. These, right. But, I mean, there's trauma in every relationship because look at our family and the traumas that the mothers have with their daughters. Right. And that shit, we can trace it back to the matriarch. Oh. Right? Yeah. So it's just pay attention to those toxic patterns and stop normalizing it. But you have to start with yourself first, right? Right. Right. And and the reason I said that is because, like, you know, I work and we do a lot, we have a lot of DV cases, a lot of domestic violence, and and it all comes down to... It's like, how were these men um, brought up? How were these men... What were they taught? How were they taught to treat women? And so it's like, it's so important as mothers, especially as sons, to teach them how to treat the women. And also, women, it's so important to realize um, they need to learn how to be 
they, they just need to know how to be treated so that they know to not allow it. Mm-hmm. Right? So it just goes. Right, right. Because then you then want to, like, right. you see that chaos mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that's very normal for me. Mm-hmm. I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's normal. That's love. And, and it's not. Right. And it's not. <clears throat> so just unpacking all of that, doing your work, and then you can start slowly seeing all that generational trauma and then start dealing with all that crap as well. Right. With all Which that isn't easy. No. Oh my God. It is no, so no, fucking no. hard because then, oh my gosh, I you work through your own things and then you realize how complacent mm-hmm. or what's the word when you um, like help somebody do something? When... Oh, and how much you enabled. Enable. Oh, my God. Right? <clears throat> how, or how, how much, much you even did. How much as an enabler you become, and then you build this, you end up in this codependent relationship. Right. Like, it's just really, it's really, really hard to really see all that trauma. But it's really, really hard to see the toxicity that oh. was around you, but more importantly, how it affected you and also made you toxic. Oh, my God. So then I think for uh, in my experience, it was you know so much toxicity in the family in in my immediate family that when i went to therapy and i was learning and i was realizing that i was stuck in these awful relationships in the sense of toxic right that i would just people please and Mm. and do so much i was a doormat i was everybody would I, i would do everything for everybody finally when I realized, oh shit, I need boundaries, I need to say no, I need to get myself out of this, I need to stop doing stuff just so that people can love me or Mm -hmm. that I can feel that love, right? That's where I learned that you need to set up those boundaries so that you, one, you stop being that people pleaser, you stop being that doormat, and you learn to love yourself and take care of yourself. So giving everything you give out to everybody else, you give it to you, Mm. give it to yourself. And I think for me, because I was so in enmeshed, so enmeshed in these relationships with like with my mom, with my dad, with my siblings, I think the easiest thing for me was to just step back and to um, cut them off, like not and not. Well, yeah, literally. Yeah, you're Sagittarius, not. hardcore cut off. You're like, and I think too, it's just you were so angry. Oh my god! But more than angry, hurt. Right? Yes. Because you recognized, wow. Yes. I was a doormat, but not even that. You knew. Yeah. And you continue to know. Mm-hmm. And then you get mad when I decide that I know my worth. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? That mm-hmm. is such a slap in the face. And oh I God. feel you hardcore. Oh so then I feel like, too, it's just easier to be like, okay, bye. Like, yeah. No contact. So I couldn't, I couldn't express... <clears throat> what I was feeling because when I would try to be shot down, it was just it was just easier to cut everybody off. Um, one of the main reasons I think that um, I made that decision too was because they had me as the crazy one, right? The crazy reactive one that I would get mad and I would throw a fit and I would yell and I would scream, and so they would always just expect me to do this, and then they just started like gaslighting, gaslighting, yeah, gaslighting no, me. They were um, baiting you. So they would, you would go in, explain how you would feel, they would bait you and would manipulate you to get you fucking triggered again so that you could fit into the role of the crazy one so that now the roles yeah. were reversed and you, and they didn't have to take any accountability yeah. for what they did yeah. because now you're the one that's crazy and doing yeah. all this shit, yeah. which is hardcore narcissism. 
That is what narcissists yeah. do. Yeah. They bait you and trigger you and push your buttons until you are now mm-hmm. doing exactly what they were doing to yeah. you. Yeah. Or exactly. Somewhat. You said it very well. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> and I think my last, my, my last, last, last straw was that was <clears throat> my last straw was I was, um, we had moved in with my parents. I, I, I told the story already, but during that time, like, my mom was very I don't know like it it just she switched and she what does that just mean? so initially like we were gonna move in with her we were, we were gonna help each other who's gonna help me with the girls with you guys because your dad was out of the state and so it was gonna be a very cold living we were, we were gonna try to co-live together right mm-hmm. like co-parent this you know grand you know just a really nice living situation well that's what you had imagined yeah and uh, they sold that's what me. She, that's, yeah. They sold me the dream, and I bought it. <laughs> you said, "I'll take three. I'll take, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh hell no! It ended up being a, a fucking nightmare. All of the work that I had done, it, I crashed and burned. I burned. I, yeah, shit hit the fan, and then everything, everything in my life collapsed at that point. <laughs> everything, and then just them, the my, that my parents weren't just. They didn't. They, they just made it. They weren't helpful, right? My mom at one point was just like, she wasn't cooking for us. Were they enabling it? Or My dad was enabling her. Okay, and she was just feeding. And the she fire. was just fueling like, the fire. I remember waking up really early in the morning because my dad would leave to work like at five, and my mom was just bitching and bitching and bitching about me like Fatima doesn't do this, Fatima doesn't do that, Fatima, 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 and so I was like, oh shit, traumatizing. All right, and my dad just doesn't say shit, right? <clears throat> and so then. That's when I was like that. So at that point, I realized, man, my dad is enabling this behavior. My dad's allowing it. Because mm-hmm. at no point did he defend me or say Which anything. Which was another fucking like. Oh, that was another stab in my oh. heart. Because for me, I was like, my dad is my everything. Mm. My poor dad. But then I realized, yeah. oh, shit. He's Uno tiene this. lo que quiere. Mm. You have what you want. Mm. You have what you allow. You have... So that's when I realized, damn, these or two are a pea in a pod. But look, let's let's take it back. Remember what we yeah. started with. You yeah. were a people pleaser. You were a doormat. Yeah. You didn't know yeah. how to say no. You gave them everything to be loved, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you look at how your dad is. Oh, my God. That's generational trauma. So see, He's doing the same thing you did. Well, no. And more. I did what he was doing. Oh, exactly. I learned that exactly. behavior from exactly. him. And we were both ended up with some narcissists, right? Right. And it was really hard. It's really hard to get out of that behavior. Oh, oh, so. oh We're not justifying it. it. Tell me about it. No. So, but then I remember, and then what made me just, God, everything was just a shit show during that time. I don't, Nayeli was telling me about a trip that she made um, to go see a college, and I don't even remember. Yeah. I don't remember. And it was so crazy because this was like the first time that I was going by myself. It was mm-hmm. super crazy, and mm-hmm. it was one day, and I was all by myself. Okay, I was all by myself, and so it was really just a very pivotal point in my life. Yeah. And you, it's so it's so crazy. And why? Why don't you remember? I don't remember because this is when oh my god, it was like my marriage was just crashing and burning at this point. And, you know, my, my living situation with the parents sucked. And, yeah, I don't even know who the hell I was. And I don't remember. Is that crazy? Because of the trauma. Right? Oh, yeah. I, like, what was that word you said? I just blocked everything. Trauma it? blocked? I don't know. Trauma, I blocked no, I everything. Yeah. Yeah, you really did. Everything. Hardcore. So then, um, but, so this was in around that same time, too. I think this was in June. So all that happened in April. 
in June, um, I remember we had a family meeting. My parents like literally just sat down and wanted me to pay them more rent because you know we were using up the bills were more expensive blah 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 and so i literally just looked at my dad i was like dad i'm already paying the mortgage literally i don't think it's fair i don't eat here we buy our groceries yeah that's true we didn't eat there at all we were eating out every, every day every day. meal just because of the tension right that i yeah, would walk into we didn't that. want to go home no i felt that mm -hmm. tension with her and i just could not and, and so then it made me also remember how I said I, I, I totally, I crashed and burned. This made me realize when I was like 16, 17 that I would never be home and I would always be. I just wanted to get the shit out of that house. Yeah, the I wanted fuck to get, out of that house. The, yeah, the I just wanted to get the fuck out of that house. Uh -huh. yeah. And so after that meeting, I just like, that's when I just lost it with my dad. Lost. I was just like, I need to get out of here. So I told him no and that I was going to be leaving. And thank God I was out of there by August. But... Mm. That moment right there, I I just cut them off. I was like, I don't have parents. Mm. I when I needed them the most, they weren't there. And then I remember I still gave them another try. In September, I went back to them and I was talking to them and I was like, this is happening. Me and my ex, is my, me and my husband at the time were having all these issues, and my mom was just like, oh, you know how he is. Just just allow it. Just deal with it, and and he'll be fine. You you just know how, you know how he is. So it was like no support, mm -hmm. no nothing. So after that meeting in September, I pretty much just stopped Cut them off. Yeah. Cut them completely off. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to say that your feelings are so valid. Mm -hmm. Your feelings are mm -hmm. so fucking valid. Mm -hmm. Everything that they did, everything that they didn't do, mm -hmm. it's just... I mean, going back, I don't want you to feel like you did the wrong thing, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, girl, I, if I have to do it again, I'll do it. Or cut them off. You will. Oh, yeah, you're a Sagittarius. That's <laughs> the easiest thing ever for you. Um, but then now? But then now, after like, so I hadn't gone through any therapy. I So that happened like in August. And by March of that year, I, got, I filed for divorce. I started my therapy. Started doing all my work. And now... I realized that they did the best they could with what they had, and they don't have any tools. They don't, you know, my dad's in the same situation. My my mom went through this terrible health scare, and I think that now I realize, now I see them with eyes of love, that they did the best they could, you know? My mom loves me, she maybe doesn't like me, <laughs> you know? But she loves me the best way she can, and the best way she knows how, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, she was probably well. She more than likely was also raised by a narcissist, and yeah, 100%. and so and and you know, talking to my aunts and my grandma too, I, we just realized how much trauma and how much abuse they went through. How much abuse? How much trauma my dad went? Both of them. Both of them. And so then now I'm able to. We don't. We have a relationship, right? It's not. It's not like what I wanted, right? Because like what I always wanted, or. Oh, it's funny we talked about this like having that relationship I guess I always thought or I always wanted like this beautiful relationship with my parents all loving and supportive and I don't have it mm -hmm. I don't have that but I have my parents mm -hmm. you know yes they were always together you know we're raised in a very Catholic home a very um <laughs> but I was trying to say very together but we weren't we're not very united we're not but you know what? I had them, and and push comes to shove. Shoot, my I need something. I call my dad. You know, hey, this happened. This happened. What 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 can I do? Yeah, sometimes you know he won't be able to help me, but he gives me resources. And and I don't know. 
He tries his best. Yeah, he tries his best. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And I'm just happy that, you know, I have them both here still. And we're able to have a relationship, even though it's not what I wanted or what I needed when I was a kid. I try to give that to my kids, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so And to yourself. Oh, yeah. To myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. When I shoot, I'm I'm the one that cracks me up. I think we got the the sick the Elitch's passes, but more because I'm the one who wants to go. <laughs> Just going back to the relationship that you have now isn't because they changed or oh, yeah. because they did better. No, it's because you changed your perspective. Mm-hmm. You they haven't are changed healing. at all. No, they haven't. They at are all. the they same might be worse. people ever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I totally understand that being oh, what's the it's like, not that you're completely healed, um, oh, no. but you know, you're in the process of healing and we've, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen you and I've also gone through it, but mm-hmm. like being from operating from a place of anger and saying, fuck you, I don't want to talk to you ever, right. which is completely valid, mm-hmm. but being able, it's such a beautiful, beautiful experience to not, to move past that and be like, I can still love you unconditionally. Right. right. And hang out with you and see you mm-hmm. and talk to you right. and just be in a space of love mm-hmm. rather than that anger oh and that my sadness gosh. and that grief. You it's know what so I mean? nice because like now I don't see them often and, and it's on purpose. I can do it once a month and even the kids too. Like at first I think when they were younger, you're like, yeah, let's go to grandma's and now they're like, yeah. So I think like once a month. And then it's also knowing the fact that we're not going to have interesting conversations. We're not going to have emotional, in-depth, beautiful spirit. No. We talk about the weather, the grass, screen. Yeah. I mean, you do. I don't like talking about little... I don't know. Which is like, okay, you try. You know, I try. But I'll, I'll turn it around there. Tell them what happened last time you tried with Grandma. I think I did. Oh, you did? But I'll turn it around. I'll have like a little bit of superficial conversation. Mm-hmm. But I like to do it more towards like their childhood. Like, yeah. I want to get to know who you were before you were my grandma. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If we're oh, going to be sweet. talking about stupid mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. no. Let me, let me find out who you are. Yeah. You know what I and mean? And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with talking about super shit i'm just you know i just tell i i'm there i you know i don't miss their birthdays i don't miss i it's mother's day whatever i I don't um but i think that now i'm just very they know that i have my boundaries and they and i'm my boundaries are very very high with them and i won't do something if i don't Mm -hmm. want to and i tell them flat out no now right and as a generator you can't Right. You fucking can't. That shit makes you want to throw up. Right, and I would still do it before. Oop. Yeah. Oop. Yeah. And now, like, like even when, like, my dad will ask me something, I'm really straightforward with him, which before I'd be like, oh, it's okay, dad. Mm, sugarcoating. Yeah, I was sugarcoating. Mm. And so now whenever he, like, and he doesn't do it that much anymore. What? That, he would, what that he would come and bitch, like, about my mom. Oh, yeah. And I would just, like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. No, yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, you allow it. And oh. he's just like, Oop. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to tell you anything like, because you're going to tell me mis verdades yeah. and I'm not ready for So that. now he's like, never mind. Never mind. Right. And I mean, don't get me wrong. They're really, they're really, I think what killed me as a young child, as a young adult, is like, they're really good people. They're really good. They're very in their community. They're really givers and, and they do so much for their community. But all I wanted when I was little is for them to do that for us. Hmm. Yeah, because they would go... They, my mom, oh my God. 
So they would give their shirt off their back to anybody who would ask mm-hmm. for it, right? And mm-hmm. just not for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So now I just see it that that's how they were raised, right? They, they with their religion and everything that they just, they were taught that. And I don't know. But now I'm okay with it. And it's okay if you're not okay with it, too. I'm, I'm okay with... Well, you know what I'm okay with, finally? And this is something I talk to Pandora Bora 333 a lot about. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, we're never going to get that sorry. That's a TikTok handle, by the way. <laughs> we're never going to get that sorry and that apology that we want and that we ask for from our parents because they just don't know, right? They, right. I don't think they... They really don't acknowledge. They don't know how much damage they did. Right. My dad will... I think my dad has said sorry that... He said sorry, like sorry that we didn't know how to parent you and stuff, but um, so has grandma. Remember? Oh yeah, last moment. time she said we did, we did have a moment. Yeah, it was a little awkward. Super duper. Because she like said sorry, cried and but hugged was, me, and I'm like. But it was also very beautiful. It was. It was. Very you know. Beautiful. But again, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have had that if we, as a collective. Mm-hmm. Um, because no offense, I don't think you would have been able to do it. Oh, no! Oh, I, no! Because you didn't start it. Um, but we wouldn't have had that moment if you hadn't done your work, if I hadn't done my mm-hmm. work, and if we hadn't moved from a place of anger to love. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because we had already done that. We'd be right. like, okay, you know what? I'm past being angry. I want to cultivate right. a relationship. I don't give a fuck what kind of relationship. Right. Well, I do, you know. Like, you do. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just... I'm yeah. okay with sitting there and watching them watch novelas. But they don't even do that. They don't. Watching them cut the grass. That ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be like walking next to Grampy and asking him questions. I, I don't know. I just I like I like getting to know them. You know. They're so cute. But anyways, yes. We but I will have tell you that opportunity. But I will tell you, they are better grandparents than they were parents. Oh yeah. Way better. Oh my way god, better. I can see that. What yeah. I see you get that. a way better version, even though it's yeah. still difficult. Um, but anyway, on another note, this same concept, um, I know I've done my work when, um, certain people would piss me off, like at work, for example, let's say at work, that I couldn't stand, that I couldn't look at, that they'd piss me off. And now when they're like calling in or doing their stupid shit at work, now I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, like I really see it now from a place of love. Like I see the pain that you're coming from. Mm, Right. Right. And I have compassion for that. Right. Because I've been there. I've done that. Mm, that part. I've been that there. Part. I've done that. I've mm-hmm. been there. Me too. Yeah. Like, yeah, me too. I see you. Mm-hmm. You know, I see right. you past. Right. Like, I see you past the way that you're affecting me. Yeah. Yes. I see where you are coming. Yes. I see that it's not about me. This has mm, nothing, nothing to do, to do about with me. You. And so before, oh my God, I would start World War Three. about everything it. personal. Everything and fight them. You're looking at me. Why the fuck are you looking at me? You yeah, know? Exa- like exactly. That, for sure. Exactly. And so now I'm like, oh, can I help you with? Do you want some sopita? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck have you asked that to? I'll send you a DoorDash with sopita. Or I'll give you a gift card to so buy a sopita. That? Do you think you're operating from your mother wound and um, are trying to take care of other people because you weren't being taken care of? Oh my god. Okay, I've only said one person soup. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I was a total people pleaser though. So maybe back in the day, obviously, one hundred percent, Let me take care let of you. Let me take care let of you. Let me do, I'll do it. I'll do it at work. Let I'll me do it. it. Let me do it. I'll do it. Me, 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 me. Yeah, that was my total one hundred percent people pleaser. Yeah. Now I'm like, no, do I have to? Right, right. No, now I'm kind of obligated to. I have to do stuff for work. 
Not everything okay. else. I don't so do anyways, what I don't have to do. Okay, yeah, good. You don't do what you have to do. Perfect. I don't do what I don't want to do, sorry. Perfect, perfect. There you go. Yeah, you got it. Um, but I totally understand. Do <laughs> that one on purpose. <laughs> you have a thing for that. You don't like that at all. What? Every time I point at you, you're like, Stop. my dad. I think my dad would do that. Or my, I don't know, my mom. Because you do not like it. that. Like, from don't... the beginning, like from the first podcast, you're no. I don't know, but I was like, don't fucking point at me, chinga. <laughs> trauma, oh, childhood trauma. Total trauma. Zero to trauma. trauma. Zero to trauma. Yeah. Okay. I totally, yes, I totally understand that. And I feel like that's part of the journey is realizing that things have nothing to do with you in yeah. every context. Yeah. Strangers, family. Yeah. Family. Oh my God, family. Um, so, And I think with the family, people. it's the hardest because we're so unmeshed. Yeah, especially like if you're Latin in, in, in the culture, right? Culturally, um, we're taught society it, to be so enmeshed with our family. That yeah, we, that they're your yes. mom. It's yes. your mom. It's yes. mama. Loyalty, papa. right? It's like yeah, and right, right. And then too, with that societal ties, I feel like it's like you. Oh, they hurt you. They hurt my feelings, so you have to fix it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You hurt mm-hmm. me, so you have to fix it. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's right. not true. And I feel you, like that's a big part of it. You took it personally. You took it another way. So, like, and I totally get that. I'm on the other end because I'm very straightforward. Mm-hmm. And I can be very brusca. I can be very, um, what's the word in English? Very harsh. Very harsh. Mm-hmm. So, um, I always find myself, what, what I like do. brutally honest. Yeah. So, I always just do a disclaimer. I'm like, I have, like, at work the other day, somebody asked me something. I'm like, do you really want me to answer your question? So I'm going to be honest. Uh-huh. She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Boom. Boo-hoo! But I'm like, hell yeah. And when they don't want to say, like, if they're, I don't know. I think people have never told me no. Like, they know that you're just They know. Everybody, like, everybody, everybody that knows me Uh knows how I am. Mm -hmm. So if you ask me, I will tell you. Right. How did we start talking about this? I have no idea. I low-key blacked out. Do we all just black out? I just had a moment, too. Like, I think we just landed. Did you hear the... It was weird. But, um... Oh, being yeah. honest. Um, and then... Don't take things personally. Not taking things personally. Because of our wounds. Oh, yeah. And, okay. So, also, that victim mentality. Oh, and the blame game. Oh. Right? And I feel like that's what you have to get out of. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To be able to move from a place of love and to be able to, to see people for who they are and not everything that we make them out to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is really fucking hard. And it's in every context, in mm-hmm. every fucking context. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, it's because of the way that society puts it out to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the way that they sell relationships with other yeah. people. You know? Oh, my God. It's like Especially you are like, in charge of each other's feelings right. or whatever. Especially like with family, right? That right. We, no Especially. matter what, that we have to stick by them. And we, we don't. We don't. Right. You know? I had a falling out with... Every single one of your siblings and your parents. <laughs> Hell yeah. No. I'm proud of it. I don't take shit. But what? What were you gonna say? I had a falling out with um, a family member too recently because I just didn't like some of their actions, and I flat out was like, "Yeah, that is not okay in my family and in my household. If my family allows that, and if my parents think that's okay, that's fine. But I don't allow that behavior in my mm-hmm. house. So. Yeah. So, so bye, bitch. Bye. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Me too.
Thank you all. Ashe. Ashe. Thank you for allowing <laughs> us in your homes. And take your time with this. Don't feel like you have to go make amends with everybody. Oh, no. This, Trust. guys, this is what I'm talking about. This is years. Years. If that was in yeah, 19, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20, four years. So take your time. Be patient with yourself. Go back to be that inner mother, inner father for yourself. Take care of yourself yeah, first. Take once care you of have healed that inner wound, that inner child, then once you're 100% healed, not 100% because obviously you're never, right. Once you are healed, once you are solid in yourself, you know who you are, you know, you're, you know you're solid in your identity, then you can in go your out. being, and, in your essence, yeah. exactly. Then you can go out. And don't feel guilty for choosing mm-hmm. yourself. You oh, don't feel no. guilty for drawing your so back. If you're feeling guilty, send me a message and I will. Yeah, hell yeah. True yeah. that. That. We'll get you out of that. And if space. you have the privilege or the opportunity to go to therapy, do it. Go to therapy and make sure your therapist looks like you or has a shared experience mm-hmm. because then, yeah, you know, you're gonna just re traumatize yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Ashe to you and Ashe to your home. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.